Hello, and welcome to the Bookish Banter Podcast, where we'll be sharing our opinions about our favorite books, authors, and bookish impulse buys. Follow along on our journey to finishing and sharing our endless TBR. Go ahead and subscribe, leave us a review, and follow us on our Instagram and TikTok at the Bookish Banter Podcast. Let's get started. Hello, how are you doing? Good, how are you? I am good. I'm so excited. (laughs) So I have a special guest on today. If you want to go ahead and introduce yourself and say hello. Hi, I am Julia Sanders, the author of Dying to Love, which is a murder mystery based in Atlanta, Georgia. That is awesome. And that's your debut, correct? Yes. Awesome. Well, I'm very excited to have you. I am a huge fan of thrillers and I'm like in my thriller girl summer. So I'm very excited. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Yeah, it's I feel like I don't know, it's like something about summer like when it gets spooky season I'm like I'm a little afraid, but like during the summer I'm like who cares? It's bright outside. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All the sunlight makes it like less scary. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so we start all of our episodes off with a series of questions, so we'll start with those. And the first question is what is your favorite standalone? Yeah, I feel like this like my answer for this question changes a lot, but right yeah. now it's Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow by Gabriel mm-hmm seven I think I'm saying that right yeah Um, but I actually just finished this like this past weekend and it was so good the first time I tried to read it it was a little hard to get through this past time I like could not put it down it was really really good dang okay so you've read it twice yeah I started it and then I put it down and then I picked it back up again later on okay I was gonna say did you finish it and then picked it back up but that's <laughs> awesome yeah I haven't read that one but I've seen it everywhere and it got like a ton of awards and I know it won like book of the year for book of the month so yeah I really liked the writing style and I also liked how unique it was just with their a group of friends that make video games I yeah. have never read a book like that before yeah. so that's very yeah. fun I'll, I definitely will have to pick that one up <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Okay. So in contrast to that, what is your favorite series? Right now. So growing up, I really liked the Harry Potter series, Yeah. but then I also like A Court of Thorn and Roses. Okay. Classics, classics. Yes. I love it. <laughs> Who's your favorite character in that one? Uh, in the A Court of Thorn and Roses? Mm-hmm. Uh, Rice Sand. Okay. Yeah. Totally fair. Is he, that's my next question then is who's your ultimate book boyfriend? Um, he is my book boyfriend. (laughs) Typical. I love it. I love it. It's a classic, so you're fine. (laughs) I liked how in the first book in that series, I did not like him. Like Mm -hmm. he was not a good guy at all. And then the second book, you're like, oh, hello. Yeah. We like this guy. (laughs) Yeah. She does a really good job of turning the like bad guy into kind of the love interest and like getting all of us to fall for him. Totally fair. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Awesome. Okay. So in contrast to that, who is your ultimate book girlfriend? Yeah. Um, I would say January Andrews from Beach Read. Okay. Um, I just relate to her a lot um, because she likes to write she likes to read and she's slightly quirky. So I love that. I have only read book lovers, but I've heard like nothing but good things about Emily Henry. Yes. I, I love like pretty much all of Emily Henry's books. Yeah, I need to read them. That's, <laughs> I'm convinced. <laughs> That's awesome. So can you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got started into writing? Yeah, um, so I have always been a really big reader. Like growing up, I always had a book in my hand no matter where I went. And so one of my favorite series as a kid was the Babysitter's Club. Have yes. you ever, did you yes. read those? 
Okay. <laughs> so the author of that series actually came to my hometown um, to like a local bookstore and I got to meet her. And after that, I was like, okay, I'm, I'm becoming an author. That's it. <laughs> um, so that was kind of always my lifelong goal. And then just in my free time, I would always write short stories for fun. And then in college, I majored in journalism at the University of Georgia. And then at the, like, right before the start of 2022, I saw a TikTok of someone saying, you know, like, in this upcoming year, you need to, like, write down your goals for the year. And so I did that. And one of the goals was to write a book. And I signed up for this writing class in February 2022. And then now I published my book dying to love in January 2023. That's awesome. Wow. That's so crazy. That's very <laughs> quick. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It was definitely a quick turnaround. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like that's probably really hard with like a full-time job as well. And like trying to get it all figured out in the indie circuit. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. It it definitely was a lot, but it was also like something really fun to do in my free time. Yeah. Um, so I enjoyed it. <laughs> I love that. Well, it, it is a great book. So I'm very excited for you. And I'm glad you you put it out there. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah. So can you give us a spoiler free overview of Dying to Love? Yeah. So Dying to Love follows Sage Reynolds. She is a crime reporter in Atlanta. And she goes to a party with her best friend. Um, the party quickly turns into a crime scene as someone ends up dead. Sage then makes it her mission to solve this mystery while also solving several other mysteries at her job. Where did you get all the inspiration for these characters? Like you said, you graduated from the University of Georgia. So I'm assuming you're from Georgia, very familiar with Atlanta. But where'd you kind of get the inspiration for the setting and your characters, Sage, and all of them? Yeah. Yeah. So I, you know, like grew up in Georgia, that kind of thing. So that was where I got the inspiration for the setting. And then also a lot of it was like news articles. So, you know, there was a lady who was murdered in Atlanta. That was part of the inspiration. And then I would say Sage is the most like me because she majored in journalism. She is also a runner like I am. So that was kind of the inspiration behind her. The other characters are mainly just from my imagination. Yeah. Just trying to add a little elements here and there. Yes. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. It's really cool to kind of like pull from real life. I feel like for thrillers, especially, which is terrifying, but there is a lot of inspiration in real life. And it's kind of fun to think about, you know, like the unsolved part of it or the people who were like involved in it, especially in the aspect of like, you know, crime journalism and, and like not the police people who are like, you know, kind of trying to, to help paint the image or, or solve the mystery. So yeah, that's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So what made you decide to write it from the first person POV and only in Sage's point of view? So I actually almost wrote it from both Sage and Phoenix's point of view, Phoenix yeah. is Sage's roommate. But my developmental editor suggested that I write from both from just Sage's point of view, because um, it would be easier. And I just needed to focus on her because um, it was she's like the amateur sleuth having to solve all of these mysteries. So yeah, it was just easier to focus on only one character's point of view. 
totally valid. I love when you do that in a thriller too, because I feel like it makes, even if they're not, it makes them an unreliable narrator because they're not getting like everyone's perspective and they're not with other people, like when they're separate on the, on like the page. So yeah, yeah, I really, I really like that. And I was just curious if there was like a specific reason for it. No. And, and plus I feel like that way everyone's a suspect. Yeah. If you have multiple people's point of view, that kind of cancels them out as a suspect unless they're an unreliable narrator yeah that's very fair I I agree that's true <laughs> I like that. so what kind of drew you to the genre of thrillers in the first place I know I read the beginning of the book and you had mentioned that you had initially set out to do this as a romance so what kind of drew you to you know thrillers and and made you decide to make that change so I love mysteries and thrillers. I love romances. I love fantasy. I love all sorts of genres. But I guess I was looking to write something that sucked in my readers from the first page and something that was fast paced and interesting from the get go. So that's kind of why I decided to go with the mystery. Did you feel like it was kind of harder to do that? Or do you feel like you would have struggled more with a romance? I guess with any genre, there's you know, some pros and cons to writing it. You know, like with fantasy, you have to focus on world building a lot, and that can be difficult. With mysteries, you have to kind of basically plot out your whole book and make sure that all the clues are in the right spot and they make sense and there's a red herring and a lot of different aspects there. And then with romance, um, I guess I was just kind of worried if I wrote a romance, it would end up being a little boring and also you kind of have to have some spice Mm -hmm. most of the time and I was not comfortable with writing that so (laughs) but I love I love romances too but I was just like I don't know about that yeah Um, for your first one (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah like uh, but yeah so that's very fair. You're like, my mom's going to read this one. So maybe not. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like if I ever wrote a book, I'd be like romance because it's very easy to like follow sort of like a structure and you have a lot of like references, but I'm like, I don't think I could write spice. (laughs) I'd be like, close the door. And that's that. Yeah. Yeah, Fade to black. (laughs) Yeah. Blood and guts. Sure. Romance. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Totally fair. I love that. So there's a big theme in here about, you know, searching for the truth despite of danger and all of those sorts of things, being that she's a crime journalist and, you know, it's a little bit part of her job. Did you feel like it was hard to write that kind of like suspense aspect? Yeah, I would say yes and no. Uh, Sage is a very anxious character and Mm -hmm. you kind of get that with her internal dialogue throughout the book. But she had has to face her fears and go after the antagonist. I think that helped me kind of propel the story forward and like she had this big motivation that she needed to face her fears and go after this dangerous person um, in order to get justice at the end of the book so yeah 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 I feel like it would be really hard for me personally to write suspense I'm always curious because I feel like I I would like stress myself out writing it (laughs) I don't know how you guys do it but I guess you know what's gonna happen so it's less stressful for you right yeah exactly and I think too that being fiction like I know none of this is real so that made easier I did like I guess with it being based in in Atlanta like now every time I run I'm like looking behind me yeah (laughs) (laughs) you can kind of psych yourself out that way absolutely you're like am I sage is this gonna happen yeah (laughs) 
<laughs> totally valid. So I know we talked a little bit about the suspense, but did you find it difficult to kind of plot out all of the twists and turns and finding your red herring and all of that? Like, was it difficult to sort of make the thriller aspects of it? Yeah, I definitely had to do a lot of planning. And I guess, like, I had a developmental editor, so mm -hmm. she helped me a lot with kind of doing the outline of the book. But I know for, like, several weeks, we went back and forth. I was like, what about this? What did this happen? And she's like, yeah. no, that would make sense. And so we had to, like, revise a lot of, like, the plot and the outline a lot. And I think, like, the hardest character to write which I don't want to say who it is but was the red herring okay because I had to make it believable enough that the reader is reading it being like oh this is the person and then it had to make sense once the reader found out that they were just the red herring and that they didn't do it, it had to make sense that it wasn't them yeah and kind of yeah. keep you where it's like, this is, it can't be too easy for you to guess. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Totally fair. That's awesome. Yeah. I always feel like it would be kind of difficult to like, make sure you're connecting all the dots and like what clues you've been given in the beginning and like making sure you're kind of connecting. So it's really cool to hear that you worked with the developmental editor because I feel like I would struggle to do it on my own. So that's awesome. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, That's so cool. So what was the hardest scene for you to write or like the hardest type of scene? Yeah, i I would say probably the ending scene uh, where Sage has to confront the antagonist. I guess I just, I had to rewrite that scene multiple times. Um, my editor was like, put more violence in there. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, no. I don't know. It was, it was just hard to write that scene. So yeah. And keep it like dramatic, but also realistic. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. totally fair. No, I loved it. And I think it was really good. I like that. I don't want to spoil it. Never mind. <laughs> I was going to say, I really like that. It's not like the very, very end. Like you get a little bit afterwards and you're kind of, it's a nice, it's very like clean conclusion. I think that makes a really good thriller too. Is like, there's no loose ends and it's not like you don't find out their motives. You definitely do. And like, that makes a lot of sense. So. Yeah. Like yeah. I hate it when I read a book and I don't know the ending or it's yeah. kind of like left in the air. Absolutely. Hate that. Like, have you read Verity by Colleen? Yes. Hoover? Yeah. Like the ending. I was like, I want to know what happens. <laughs> yeah. Like, please tell me what's real and what's not. Well, and I feel like there's that like big debate going around. I don't know. I feel it the same way. Like, it makes me so mad because I'm like, I maybe I am more creative or less creative than you are. And like the things that I think of in my head. Have you ever read The Grace here? Oh, no, but I've heard of it. Okay. That one has a very similar ending as well, where it's very open-ended. And I, I like went deep down in the Reddit threads and I'm like, somebody tell me what the answer is. <laughs> so well, yeah, I, I, agree. I know with Verity, they had like an extra chapter, but even with that extra chapter, it didn't help. No, no. For me. Yeah, I agree. I hate that. I'm like, I, I need it to be like very clean cut. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Absolutely. I love that. Yeah. And I'm glad that you did that because I would have been, <laughs> I would have been like, listen, I have some notes. <laughs> <laughs> so in contrast to that, what is your favorite type of scene to write or your favorite scene that you wrote in this one? Um, uh, I think my favorite scene to write was when Sage was spying on, so her roommate, Phoenix and this guy Axel went on a date and Sage is spying on them going on a date so that was kind of fun because I got to write you know Sage being sneaky and then kind of her 
in the background like watching them and then other things happen that kind of propel the mystery forward to that part was fun yeah I feel like that's like all of our like rom-com dream is to like follow our best friend on a date and like watch them go through the chaos of dating so yeah I like that scene too it was like funny in a in a very like I kind of could see myself doing the same thing as her way (laughs) exactly yeah I love that so who's your favorite character that you wrote about uh definitely Phoenix because she's very unique she has a unique job as an astrologer I have never read a book where uh any of the characters or are astrologers so I liked that part about her and I think she's just spunky and like her style is unique so yeah 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 I liked her a lot she was definitely one of my faves yeah (laughs) yeah and it's like a really yeah like you're saying it's really interesting job and I kind of like that her and Sage have a a few moments of like is your job real are you sure (laughs) yeah yeah Sage doesn't really believe in astrology at all and Phoenix is like well this person's probably the killer because they're Sagittarius (laughs) right right Bundy was a Sagittarius so like the evidence shows (laughs) I just liked it because I kind of could put that humor in there where it's like oh maybe it's because their zodiac sign is this maybe they're the killer I don't know right yeah Mars is in retrograde so yeah exactly yeah (laughs) that's fair I love that um you mentioned a little this a little bit earlier but is there a character that you relate to the most and definitely Sage yeah just with her being a runner she's a journalism major works in journalism she's a big worrier like I am so definitely her (laughs) yeah it's kind of fun to like write that out though I feel like it would be very like cathartic and like therapeutic to like make this character with the things that you appreciate about yourself and then being like okay how do I make her like a hero and go through you know hopefully not murder and all that kind of stuff that she goes through but you know just just sort of like coming into her own and I, I really like that aspect of it so it's probably very cathartic for you to write that character yes for sure yeah absolutely that's like the point of being an author right like you get to write (laughs) we're like working through our trauma (laughs) so is there a character that you struggled to write definitely the red herring um just with trying to make them believable enough that it could be them and like make it make sense at the end yeah that's fair it's probably really hard too (laughs) yeah I had to switch things around a couple times just to make it all make sense yeah absolutely I feel like it would be really hard to make like that type of character too where it's like right from the get-go you're like is this or is it not or are we sure and then yeah yeah, I also think otherwise (laughs) exactly and I think the antagonist was a little difficult to write because I had to you know think about their motivation for Mm -hmm. you know the bad things that they're doing and it had to make sense totally fair yeah yeah absolutely So what has this process been like for you? You know, like you said, you started in February, 2022, published in January, 23. What has it kind of been like you for, you know, writing your first book and all of that kind of stuff? Yeah. um, So it's been great. I, like I said before, I've always loved to write, but it's been a whole new ball game to publish a book. So I've I've loved learning about the publishing aspect of it. And it's been great to be able to meet a bunch of readers and authors throughout the process. You know, I've been to a couple of book festivals and done a couple of book sales. 
So it was really cool meeting people there. And then also on Instagram and TikTok, you know, people on Book Talk and Book Instagram are all really, really nice. And so I've, I've really enjoyed like meeting all sorts of people all over the place throughout this process. Yeah, it's so fun. Like I always talk about this all the time, but like the bookish community, I feel like is so nice and they are. Yeah. 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 They're so nice. Like I have met so many friends from Bookstagram that I have not met in person, but Mm -hmm. they are like so friendly and nice to me. It's been great. That's awesome. I love that. It's always good to hear too, that like you're having a positive experience. So yeah. Yeah. So So what has it been like for you being an author in the age of the bookish interwebs, like creating your accounts and kind of putting yourself like front and center and all of that? Like, what is, what has that journey been like for you? Yeah. Um, so it's been great, like meeting so many different people. And I also just, I think it's really cool that it's so easy nowadays to find your community of readers just online on Mm -hmm. bookstagram or on book talk. It's, like makes it a lot easier to reach a wider audience of people. And I've seen like lots of different indie authors, you know, basically get big just thanks to social media. So that has been really cool. And um, also, um, I think it's cool that like so many people post about like writing tips on social media. Like I scroll on TikTok all the time and I get a bunch of writing tips now. That's like my whole for you page now (laughs) is books and writing tips. Algorithm is very specific. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So I think that's really cool that I can get this like wealth of information about writing and books and that kind of thing. Yeah. And I feel like it's really cool. Like there's book talk and then the sort of author talk and like, there's so many opportunities for you to build those friendships. And like, I feel like that community is really welcoming as well. Not that I'm an author in any way, but I feel like every time I talk to people, like they're having a really good time over there too. And it's very much a, like not the opposite of gatekeeping. I don't know what that is, but it seems like everybody's having a good time over there. So I'm glad to hear that you are too. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Definitely been a good experience. Good, good. We love to hear it. (laughs) Yeah, it's crazy too, because I feel like you were saying like you went, you know, to a signing when you were a kid with the author of the Babysitter's Club. And like, that was so, I don't know. I feel like it was so rare back then. Like it did happen, but it's like, you really had to know about it. And now there's so much information about like events to go to and people to meet. And like the community is so small, but it feels so big. And it's like, this is the best thing that could have happened to book nerds. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And it's cool just like, there are so it seems like there's so many people nowadays that like to read and Mm -hmm. it's been like oh this is so cool like and it's I like it when I see someone talking about a book that I also liked yeah um or they're talking about a book that I also hated and I'm like Mm -hmm. yes I also didn't like that part of the book like it's just been cool to have a community of like-minded people yeah. And for people to be like, I also agree with you. And also here's some recommendations. If you finish this book, here's the next one to read. So exactly. <laughs> yes. My TBR has gotten, I mean, I have like so many shelves now and I'm like, first of all, I hate you guys. Second of all, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it's like my bank account hates you. Yes. but <laughs> My heart loves you. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> That's awesome. So do you have any advice for any aspiring authors? Yeah, I would just say just start. I put off writing a book for so long. I mean, I'm still young. I'm 25. But I think just starting is the first step. 
And I also think if um, you're like starting out and you're feeling stuck with writing a book, getting a developmental editor is super helpful. Mine was amazing and she helped me a lot. Yeah, that's really good advice. I've never like talked to someone, I guess, specifically about the developmental editor, but I think that's really awesome that like you can have someone who will guide you through and is an expert like in the industry as well. I think that makes a big difference and it helps to make your book really unique too, because they can say, you know, I know a ton of books that do this exact same thing and sort of guide you along the process. That's yeah, awesome. exactly. Cause I, I've written a lot of like short stories and mm-hmm. basically like books, but they didn't really have a good plot structure. And yeah. so I would start them and then either get bored with it or have no idea how to continue. So the developmental editor helped me a lot with, you know, getting my book across the finish line yeah, and know where awesome. to go next. That's awesome. Yeah. I love that. That's really good advice. <laughs> <laughs> so this one came out a couple months ago, but what is next for you? So I definitely want to write another book. I have a lot of different ideas, but I haven't um, fully decided which one I want to do. But yeah, I guess picking the one idea that I want to do is difficult. But yeah, I guess writing another book. I'm also going to a book festival at the end end of this month. And then I'm doing a book signing in Atlanta. That's so cool. I was just going to ask you, are you going on a tour? (laughs) So where is the book festival at? Yeah, it's the Sharpsburg Book Festival. It'll be on August 26th. And then I'm doing a book signing at Tall Tales Bookshop in Atlanta on September 24th. That's awesome. That's so fun. Yeah. Yeah, that's so cool. So I just have one last question. Where can everybody find you on the bookish interwebs? Yeah. So on Instagram, my Instagram is Julia Sanders underscore writer. And then my TikTok is Julia S underscore writer. Perfect. I love that. It's awesome. Well, I really appreciate you coming on. Thank yeah, you I like so to much keep... for having me on. Yeah, no problem. I'm glad you came on. I like to keep things spoiler free just in case people haven't read it yet. So it's like intriguing enough, but I like to keep it spoiler free. So yeah, no, I think this was perfect. Awesome. Well, I really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. Bye. Thank you guys for tuning into this week's episode. Hope you enjoyed it. If you aren't following us, go ahead and follow us on TikTok and Instagram at the bookish banter podcast. Please make sure to subscribe and leave us a five-star review. And thank you guys again for all of your support. Have a great day.